0: Greetings and welcome to the Power for Positive Living podcast hosted by Dr. James Huey, retired psychologist and counselor. This is a special edition of the Power for Positive Living podcast because it's going to give you an inside look at what Dr. Huey is like speaking in front of a large group of people. We believe you're going to find some value in it, so here it is. Enjoy. one thing uh, he has done, he established something called the Friendship. It's a personal retreat service on land and sea. So he goes on is an enrichment lecturer on cruise ships. He's also the producer and host of personal growth radio um, programs, and he has, is, he is, after his retirement, established My Listener, a listening ministry for his church. Dr. Huey is committed to the belief that life is an adventurous journey with continuous choice. And I can tell you personally, when I get the few moments when James and I get to speak, he does always leave me feeling like him, because everyone knows me. I barely breathe all the time I'm going Mach 10 with my hair on fire. And a little conversation with Dr. Huey gets me focused. So without further ado, Dr. James Huey. Oh, thank you. Coming. it's always a pleasure to really get a chance to talk with people and share with you some of the things that I really believe, and I'll give you a chance to share some of the things that have been important in my journey to getting to this stage in life. One of the joys of getting older is I've made it this far. I hope to make it even further. And one of the things that I've found that have been helpful have been, been able to certain guidelines or things that I call Hueyisms. <laughs> now, that sounds kind of egotistical and so forth, so I'd like to just kind of share with you where in the world the name came from. When I was teaching at a small college in North Carolina, there was uh, a registration period. I was in my office talking to a student and students were talking outside. I one of the students asked another student, what is Dr. Huey's course like in such and such? And the other student said, it really doesn't matter. It's always a course in Hueyism. <laughs> and that is so true. This was a very perceptive student. Very perceptive. Because when we talk with anyone at all, we are getting their isms. We're getting their belief system. We're getting their value system. We're getting their history. We're getting their experiences. We're getting how they relate to themselves, how they see themselves, how they relate to other people. This student just happened to be able to say, regardless of what this man talks about, whether he is teaching general psych, abnormal psych, uh, adolescent psych, or whatever, he is going to be talking about things as he sees them, as he views them, as he values them. And that's why I said, this morning I will just call it Hueyism. Because you can take any name, for example, that Debbie, I and mean, make Britisms. Because whenever you see and interact with Debbie, you will be able to pick up what are her Britisms. What are the things that she values? What are the things that she is sharing with you? Come near me. I'm willing to talk to you if you'll do the talking and I can do the listening. Or I'm willing to talk with you if you'll shut up and let me talk. (laughs) Those are the signs that we give to people. We are constantly projecting our values and our history and our attitudes. So one of the things that I believe in billboards is that we all start out with one basic, very basic similarity. Out of all the people in this room, there is one thing that is true. We are all human. We're all human. After that, believe me, the diversity training is on my ears. <laughs> we start off with men and women. <laughs> we go off on another app. Then we can get into age, we can get into where we were born, our family history, uh, the school's experience, our job experiences, our marital experiences, who do we have for friends. These are all things that are on our billboards. Um, after you get past the connection that there is one human trait. Then we can get through and start appreciating one of the basic Hueyisms that I believe in, and probably almost anyone who knows me. In fact, I even had people say that I should have this on my tombstone, and that is the Hueyism of different strokes for different folks. And the reason I believe that is so true is that many of us forget that we are living in a collection of different people who see the same thing differently. I take any kind, any kind of item, any kind of attitude, any kind of experience. If I mentioned the word school, I would probably get as many different viewpoints. Some would be, wow, an opportunity to learn. Others, oh God, I have to read again. <laughs> no, it's pretty much The attitudes of where we have been and what we have chosen to put on our billboards to picture and so-called present ourselves to the world. Things that we believe in. And as we get older, we can look at the same thing and see it differently. For example, aging. There are those who approach aging as something like, well, aging, not Our growing old is not resistance. It's really a struggle. Others who approach it, boy, I am sure glad I am still above the grass. <laughs> you know? I am still here. I have a chance today to do something fun. I have a chance to relate to someone. I have a chance to make a difference in someone's life. He was talking about the Meals on wheels, the people who make differences in other people's lives. These are all things that I believe affect us. And we all have a diversity of backgrounds, difference of sources, things that have guided us to where we are right now. I wanted to share with you some of the ones that have been of value to me. These are guidelines that have helped me in my personal journey. I have a saying that Life is basically a journey, not a destination. And each day is different. Each day is an adventure. Each day is giving us the power of choice. I've had people say to me about you that they sound like clichés. But you know, clichés have value. Otherwise, they wouldn't be clichés. People wouldn't know them unless they had something of value. So when I say different strokes for different folks, that can be just as something as, oh, well, that's just a cliche. Or it can be a wake up call to go back. Even though I have learned it, and I believe people, I'm talking about things that I have learned over and over. I didn't learn it at 17 and kept it. But one thing, different strokes for different folks didn't mean the same thing at 17, that it means now. But it's been something that I've had to learn over and over again. And sometimes I run into people in my age group who are convinced they already have learned everything. It reminds me of reverse adolescence. Adolescence are full of I know everything and how dumb mom and dad are until we get old enough to realize how smart mom and dad have become. And that can be another thing as we get older is we have so much experience. We have so much wisdom. We've gone through many trials, tribulations, joys, and adventures. They have all affected who we are, but they've all been different. They have values because they are different at different stages certain stage. I have never been this old before. <laughs> never. October, I'm going to have another birthday. I'm going to get a chance to get move up a notch. Someday, if I'm lucky, I'll get to 70 real quickly. Then I turn around and 80 will be here. And I'm going to be still pondering some of these guidelines that I want to share with you this morning. Because they will mean different things. Just like words mean different things. Take the word friend, for example. When I was a child, anybody who didn't hate me was a friend. I mean, you know, I was on the elementary school yard and I just wanted anyone to care about me. You know maybe so they wouldn't beat me up but anybody else would be my friend now I've got to the age where I am so darn selective so darn picky that downright that it's hard for me to recognize friend and build new friendships I don't make new friends as well as I used to when I was in college I could make friends just, you know, go out to a party and come home with a dozen new friends. Can't do that. I meet people and I realize that it takes time. It takes sharing. It takes a similarity of values. It takes a connectedness. I am wiser. These make the hueisms different stages have different effects. And I encourage, as we get older, to remember that what was of value at one time may or may not be that value we have today. One of the things that I strongly am committed to, regardless of age, and this comes from my professional background as well as personal adventure, is the power of the verb choice. Each of us has the opportunity to choose over and over and over again. We get to choose each and every single day. We get to choose each and every hour, each and every minute. You're making choices right now as I speak. You made choices when Debbie was talking. You will make choices throughout the day, and you will make choices on what you choose to remember as you leave the building. The power to choose. You can focus on your aches and ailments at the moment, and I have no doubt that the room has a few aches and ailments in there along with my knees. But they are there, and I can focus on them, or I can say, no, my power to choose is to focus on some of the more positive things that I want in my life. We call this a beautiful age. It is, mainly because we're here and we still have the opportunity to choose. We can choose how we're going to relate to other people and we're going to relate how we choose to see ourselves. Do we look in the mirror and we see all the lines? Do we see all the ravages of time? Do we all have an image that we're not 25 anymore? Or do we look at it and say... This is the opportunity to, once again, not focus on the external, but being able to appreciate all that has happened to me. All the friends that I've had. All the people who have loved me and the people that I have loved. The opportunity to do good and kind things for other people. This can bring you the inner beauty that will last way into whatever age we finally make. This inner beauty, this Inner appreciation of ourselves, that itself can be very, very valuable. I see in the power of choice one of the biggest attributes to avoid, and that is becoming a victim. Victimization is very easy to slide into. I would encourage that as we go through some of these fewisms that you recognize that everything in life does have a price. There are no freebies. Even things that are free have prices. But we have choice about it. We always have choice. And with, we are given the opportunity to become victims of old age, of illness, uh, having our friends die on us, uh, not being able to climb the stairs without a banister like we used to be able to just walk right up. Now, uh, we the banister. Whatever it is, that we have a choice on how we prefer to look at our lives. I have some isms that I will share with you that have been a I shared the first one. Reality that different people look at the same thing entirely differently. Now, most of us tend to think that the way we see things is what reality is all about. Well, it's real for us, but it doesn't mean that it's real for our grandchildren. It doesn't mean that it's real for our friends or our neighbors or even our family. I could go into many stories as I'm sure you could, about how people around you see reality differently than you do. But just remember that different strokes for different folks means that people will see things differently. We want, as we grow older, to share our wisdom. We want to share our experience. We want to help the generations to come. But one of the realities is that each generation must find its own path. Each person must find its own path. I am brimming with wise and worldly things to say. I can avoid and help so many people avoid pain. I'm sure you could too. You may even struggle with it with your children or grandchildren. And they don't want to pay attention. But each one will have to find its own path. And they will find it in their own way. My second ism that I stress, because these are the top two for me, Listening is love. I don't know any more valuable gift to give someone than to be willing to listen to them. To care enough about them to actually pay attention. We all know how most conversations go. We decide who's going to talk and who's going to listen. Usually the loser listens. You uh, get a kind of a conversation that will go My room, and I thought they were coming because they actually liked geography. <laughs> Show how naive a first-year teacher can be. But, you know, they didn't come for that. They came, and I finally figured it out, was that I had to be to listen to them. That was important. And that was the lesson that got me out of going to law school and on the way to becoming a psychologist. Because I realize that the most valuable gift is because I like to listen. I actually enjoy it. I like to hear stories. I can remember my mother and her grandson. The grandson had parents and all these other people, teachers, etc., to tell him what the world he should be doing, thinking, feeling. Grandmother was just there to listen to whatever he had to say. She was there. She was going to give that gift of unconditioning. Not, I make the story better by doing such and such. Or, you know, you can do this or that. this, whatever you want. That is a wonderful gift that I don't care what age we are. If we are willing to give someone the gift of being able to hear us. Being able to listen and see the things that are important to us. One of the things I encourage people to do is to say, what did I just say? I used to do this in my classes all the time. I'd be talking long and they'd have that kind of blaze. These are old. And I'd stop and say, what did I just say? I would call and huh, well... It's kind of shocking. A lot of us do go on automatic. Listening means actually being involved. It doesn't mean shutting your mouth. It means actually listening. Listening to the tone. Listening to the, uh, the whole manner of emotions. Caring enough about another person. And as we grow older, sometimes we think we're entitled to it. Just because we've lived so long, that isn't how it works. Young people do not see it as their goal to listen to the old folks. I believe it's far more valuable that we, as old folks, can give the gift of listening to the young. Now, they may think they're entitled to because they're so much smarter than we are, but I think the gift that we give them is the fact that it helps them know. That there are people who can accept them, accept what they have to say, accept their their comments as being who they are. And I think that's a terrific gift. So different strokes for different folks and listening is up. At one time I could go down my whole list of isms and I didn't need a a, a note. I mean, I used to just know these things and talk. But one of the things about getting a little bit older, just a little bit older, is I need to so let me just go down some cuisms uh, for you. And if you find some value in them, I will encourage you to you know, make a notation. Life gives me the opportunity to define and redefine what I am, what I know, what I believe, and what I feel. I get the chance to define that. And it also gives me the power to redefine it. I have the power to keep it as it is or change it. I don't know how many times I listen to people wake up and say in a counseling session, you know, that's just the way life is. And I wonder, No! It's not that way at all. You have the power to choose it. You choose it each and every single day. And you change it when you are ready. And you keep it the same when you don't want to change it. I can't help the way I feel right now. But I can help the way I think and the way I act. I can't help the way I feel right now. In other words, I can be angry. I can be disappointed. I can be sad. I can be any number of emotions. But I do... I had to pick one goal in 30-something, 40 years of counseling. It is the struggle that most of us have with fully appreciating, fully being able to pick out all the positive traits that we have as human beings. It is unfortunate that so much of our society tends to focus on what is going wrong with people, where their shortfalls are, where they have a critical view. I believe that we can just get each of us to the point where we can acknowledge all of our positive traits, the things that we do have to give to each other, and I believe that we can love ourselves, and once again, we have the power to love other people. People make decisions for their reasons and behave to meet their needs Not mine. People basically do what they want to do, not what I want them to do. How much time and energy do we spend trying to change people or make other people into something that we believe they should be? How much time and energy do we say you should be doing this? My grandchildren should be doing that. They should be writing thank you notes and they've never even heard of them. They should be writing that. They should be appreciative of the gifts I give them, blah, 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 blah. Or my children should be more appreciative of all the things that I do for them. You know, we can just accept that people basically do things for their reasons, not mine. Each and every one of us does it that way. Most people think about me far less frequently than I do. But I have listened to some people who definitely tell me that they are absolutely astonished that the world is not thinking about them all of the time. (laughs) I am with me 24 hours themselves not wanting to fully appreciate because other people that are important to them are not giving them what they want. When I do what I've always done, I will get what I always got. Well, that's so true. That's so true. We do things over and over again, and then we wonder why are things different? You know? Even on, I did was alluding to Dr. Phil. Well, Dr. Phil, one of his favorite sayings is, Well, how's it working for you? Okay. It's not working. <laughs> so why are you still doing it? <laughs> well, that's a, what well, I do. I just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And somehow I have an absolutely amazing positive thinking that it's going to change. Well, it won't. If you want something different, you've got to do something. I can go on and on with the isms, but I'm going to conclude with one. Do not try to teach a pig to sing. It wastes my time and it annoys the pig. There is very crucial. If you want to know how to waste time and annoy people, try to change them don't give them the opportunity which I, I hope I've been giving you this book just give you an opportunity to think and if you can use it fine if you can't just throw it in the discard pile and walk out but if you are able to pick it up fine but don't waste time trying to change people <coughs> people are who they are they're really do things for their reason to teach the pig the same is going to be just a real wasted effort and you're going to annoy people. And you told me times, that, I have some good wisdom. I have such good knowledge. I have ways to help you avoid pain. I have ways that you can really manage your finances. I know how to raise your kids. Blah, 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 blah. Well, it's just a waste. Just a waste. Unless you enjoy getting frustrated. And there are people that don't want to change because they enjoy the frustration advise myself sometimes. If I put myself into a frustrating situation, what am I getting as the payback? <clears throat> you know, I offer it to you. So whatever you decide to write on your bill whatever you decide, what isms you add, what beliefs you add, I just hope that they will be positive things and that they will be some of the things I've talked about that have been valuable for my life journey. I hope they feel some value as you travel along. Thanks for joining me this evening. I hope this program has provided a valuable resource as you write your life novel. And I hope you will join me again here on Wellness Radio as we continue to explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. Good night! Thanks for listening to the Power for Positive Living podcast hosted by Dr. James Huey. If you'd like to get in touch with Dr. Huey, and if you have any questions or comments, feel free to write him at powerforpositiveliving@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also check out his blog post and other episodes of this podcast at pfpl.us.